Welcome back. It's the Chief Exposure Officer here, ready to expose you to new perspectives, ideas, and solutions that help you get what you really want in life. I always say, next level results require next level thinking, and next level thinking requires exposure. And sometimes the only way to know that you can have better is to see something better. And we all have a next level. But what does it look like for you? I mean, for real, where do you see yourself this time next year in your career, business, health, relationship, finances, in your spirituality? The Exposure Next Level podcast will not only help you answer those questions, but will provide practical steps that guide you to maximize your potential, increase your productivity, and develop the skills necessary to propel you to your next level in every area of life. James, welcome back to the podcast. Now, you know, when you were on the last time, my podcast was called Shares Motorforce. And since then, I have rebranded and now it's called Exposure Next Level. And as I was thinking about um, just people getting to the next level, I thought about myself. And you ever hear people say, like, I'm asking for a friend? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the questions that we're going to talk about today, right? I am asking for a friend and that friend may be me, but I'm not going to admit whether or not I need help in this particular area. Okay. Um, So at any rate, yeah. So for for our listeners, James is back and he's back on the new podcast, Exposure Next Level. And we're going to be talking about um, project management and not just from a professional standpoint, but how can you apply those principles to your everyday life, like as a millennial, and there's so many millennials and not just millennials, but people from other um, age brackets as well, who are juggling a lot nowadays, right? We're juggling, you know, jobs and our side hustles or our side business and families and kids and hobbies and whatever else. And and in the midst of COVID, all of our, our worlds have collided, right? And so it's like, how do you manage all those things? And I was like, we need a professional, like, and then I was thinking, who do I know that manages projects for a living? And I was like, gotta have James back. And so when James was here the last time, you know, we talked about him being a speaker and a portfolio manager, but I think before, you know, we get into our discussion, I need to give his credentials so that you know that he is serious about this project management thing, okay? Um, And so he is not only a portfolio manager and a speaker, James is also, PMP certified. He's a change manager, practitioner, uh, a certified scrum master, and then a Lean Six Sigma master black belt. Now, we're not talking about karate, right? Like kicking people. <laughs> he is kicking projects and tasks, you know, around and getting them done in an efficient manner. And so, uh, James, with, with all of that and everything that you do in your professional world, I think myself and our listeners are like on the edge of our seats like this, right? Like waiting. Yes. How do we juggle all of this stuff? So before we get started on that, tell me about, I won't ask you about all the certifications, but you know, some of our listeners may not know what all of those are. And so um, what is the Lean Six Sigma Master Black Belt? Right, so, uh, so being Lean Six Sigma certified is just basically you know, understanding uh, from a practical standpoint of just dissecting uh, a portion or a section of your business and improving that process. Uh, doesn't necessarily keep in, keep, keep in mind of like financials, but it's just more so of, hey, there's a bottleneck that, we're, that we have 
So how do we improve that process? And so from a master black belt perspective, um, we're looking at it from a holistic view. And so we're the champions. We're the ones that oversee black belts and green belts and yellow belts who may be necessarily doing that work. But we're looking at it from a holistic view to say, okay, how does this impact the corporation? How does this impact the enterprise? How does this get us to the next level or into a different vertical of a business? So being Lean Six Sigma certified master black belt, that's what we definitely do in that, in that uh, role there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting that you say that, you know, talking about how as, as a Lean Six Sigma master black belt, you're looking at it from a holistic view. You're basically trying to be more efficient. And you mentioned like bottlenecks. And someone told me, a, hopefully I get it right. Sometimes I think of these quotes and stories and I, and I get them wrong, but I asked somebody one time, what is the difference between being efficient and being effective? And they gave me an example. They said, if you are given instructions or a construction crew rather is given instruction to go to a forest on the north side and chop down all the trees by five o'clock, right? Um, and you're given that instruction. And then the crew goes out. And then instead of going to the forest on the north side, they go to the forest on the east side, right? And they chop down all those trees and they do it, right? They're effective. They're efficient, I mean, rather efficient in doing it. They get it done right, but they weren't effective because they didn't chop down the right trees. And so what I heard you saying is you are able to help corporations and businesses not only do the right thing, but do the right thing the right way to get the desired result. And Absolutely. that not only helps in professional life, it also helps, as I mentioned earlier, in our personal lives. So can you talk to me about just as a portfolio manager, project manager, and all the things that you do, tell me the value that you bring to an organization and how those principles apply. Yeah, so the value that I bring is just more of just, just having that lens and having that, that knowledge of, of just understanding where the business is. Because too many times, like even in our personal lives, um, which, which is so true, when, when, uh, when people get lost and, and they're going to a friend's or going to a place that their friends are going to be at and they're lost, the first thing they do is they call their friend and they say, hey, uh, I don't know where I'm at. And the funny thing is, what's the first question that everybody you know, asks the person when, uh, that says, hey, I'm lost? Where, what, where you at, right? Where you at, so, right? Yeah, and, so, and, and, that's, and that's what I do, right? So I go in and say, Hey, it's great to have goals. It's great to have this vision and say, hey, I want to I want to lose 10 pounds or hey, I want to make a million dollars. Of course, all of us want to do that, but it's not necessarily just about what you want to do. It's it's understanding of where you're at. Because understanding where you're at is going to help you to understand what the plan is of how to get to the next step. It's not the end goal. The end goal should be, the end goal is just like, okay, this is the picture. But guess what? To hit that goal, there's milestones along the way. There's an A, there's a B, there's a C. So we need to know where you're at to where we can get to B, and then to C, then to D. And as we're going through that process, now we'll hit our goal because we're on the right path and we're hitting the right milestones along the way. So that's the value that I bring into an organization. And what I try to help people to understand is, 
hey, we're not going to get there overnight. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens overnight, but we have to do the right things every day with the right mindset for us to get there. So true, so true. And something I thought about when you were talking about, like, if, if a friend calls you and they're like, you know, they say they're lost and you're like, well, where are you at? Sometimes they may not know their exact location. And I'm one of those people, I do not have a good sense of direction. And so then I'll have to have somebody say, what do you see in your surroundings? I may not know what street or I may not know if I'm Northwest on the highway or whatever, but I can say, I see a sign that says this, or I see a McDonald's or I see a whatever restaurant, whatever it is. And across the street is a speedway. And then when you begin (laughs) to identify, right, those landmarks, someone can help you locate. So it looks like you help people locate their location, even if they don't know by asking the right questions by the identifiers. And then you can say, all right, here's where you are. And here's, you know, let's talk about where you are now. And then where you want to be and what are those milestones look like along the way and you know my whole podcast is about exposing your next level and the next level is much different than the next step right so the next level was more like getting on an elevator and going to a whole nother floor whereas the next step is you're on a staircase going one by one by one and so i look at you know long-term goals as a like a next level type thing and then the milestones as being steps so, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, some, a lot of our listeners are, myself included, are juggling a lot, right? Juggling family and work and business and ministry and, you know, kids and hobbies and whatever else everyone out there is juggling. And I've talked to so many people who are feeling like, you know, they're like, I'm going crazy. What's going on? Help, you know, like I'm overwhelmed. And I like what you said earlier about simplifying. And you said, identify the milestones along the way to get on the right path. And how can somebody apply project management? Let me back up. Before I even go there, let me get on the right path. Okay. Let's talk about what are some of the project management principles? Can you just talk to me about some of those principles like in planning and designing a project like what are those terms that would be important and then I guess we'll segue on how somebody can apply that to their life afterwards right so you know so there's uh different types of uh, life cycles that people can use like uh, you know software development life cycle and then there's a project management life cycle and then there's a agile life cycle that you can utilize right which still falls into SDLC so um, in the project uh, life cycle, it's um, so there's the ideation, and then there's the initiation, the planning, then there's the execution, and then uh, the monitoring, which some people don't believe in. Some people say, hey, you should be monitoring along the way. So some people change that to like test launch-ish uh, type of phase, a phase, but then there's the project closure. And so in each of these phases in project management, there's, uh, there's a, a WBS, which means a work breakdown structure template that a project manager, a program manager should execute. And in, this, and in this template, it actually lets you know which templates are executed in each phase. 
okay, hey, in the initiation phase, a project charter should be executed, meaning, hey, we should, you should be gathering the data in the initiation phase. You should be finding out what is the program, what is it about, who's all involved, how much money uh, will it cost? Okay, let's verify the resources that will be required within the project. Okay, um, who's going to be on the Steerco team? Okay, who's the executive sponsor? All of these questions you're asking in the initiation phase, that's what you should be understanding. So this template, the WBS, helps the person to know, hey, in each of these phases, this is what I should be executing. And while executing, here's the questions I should be asking in order for me to have a successful, check this out, outcome on the project. Hmm. So, um, and again, because each project, each program is different based upon um, of, of requirements or success criteria that people determine in them. So it's just like individuals, people who are married. Every marriage is not the same. Right. Your marriage is different from your friend's marriage. Right. That don't mean that their marriage is terrible. It doesn't mean that their husband is bad. It just means that everybody's different. Everybody has talents and abilities and and, and giftings that are different from everybody. However, there is a repeatable and duplicatable outcome that you can expect if you go through this process. And sometimes some people don't go through that project life, life cycle process, which they get different out, outputs on the programs and projects. So yeah, so that's the, the phase of project management. Wow, you, you said so much. And I was trying to like look down and, and take notes and I, I could not keep up. But what I did what I did collect was, you know, the ideation phase, the, the initiation phase, um, talking about the project charter, gathering data. These are things that I, I can I feel like are definitely relevant to life. And then you talk about the work breakdown structure and yep. What should I be doing at each phase? I wrote that down uh, because I said, what should I be doing at each phase to get the outcome that I want? Because ultimately, whether it's a business, whether it's a person, everybody wants a desired outcome, right? Everybody has something they say that they want. And many times we struggle not on what we want, but that work breakdown structure in the middle, like what should I be doing? You know, whether it's yeah. losing weight, whether it's uh, starting a business, whether it's having a happy marriage, whether it's raising, you know, raising your kids in a certain way, whether it's getting a promotion, whether it's writing a book, whatever it is, it's like, we say, I want to do this. And then that little fuzzy space in the middle yeah. is where it's like, who needs to be involved, right? Like, what do I need to learn? What mm -hmm. do I need to change? What yes. do I need to do? What skill do I need to acquire? And if I don't acquire that skill, who can I delegate it to, right? Like who is equipped and who has the talent to do it to help me? And, and, and as you were talking, all the, like my, my wheels were spinning um, and then thinking about the phases, right? Because so many times, and, and I know I'm not alone, so I'll just say this. I have these big thoughts, big ideas, big visions, right? And I can see the whole picture and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Um, and then <laughs> I want it to happen. Guess when? Now. now. Like now. <laughs> N-O-W now. And maybe some of the listeners out there feel the same way. Like when I want something, I want it now. Right. I want it yesterday, for real, like yesterday. <laughs> um, right. And because 
I am an action taker, right? Like I get stuff done. Anybody that knows me, like if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Well, while that is a good trait, sometimes it causes me to um, miss out on important details, right? Because I just want to get it done. And I may not always take a step back and say, what is really required to get this done right? What is the outcome that I want? And it is what I'm doing going to make sure that I get that outcome. And so um, talk about, I guess, a situation where a person, I won't say me, I'm asking for a friend, um, (laughs) if they have a lot, right, that they're juggling and they have a big goal or a big vision and they're feeling like they just, there's just so much that they're doing and they don't know where to start. How, how can they apply some of those principles in in the work breakdown structure and, you know, like the requirements phase and, you know, um, gathering data and all that stuff in order to be successful and not pull their hair out and not go crazy because they're just doing too much. Right. So I'll start with this first. So when, um, so when talking to people, what, what I like for people to understand is first it starts off with a mindset. And the mindset um, that, that really helped me to understand project management and the process is a book called Chop Wood, Carry Water. And in this book, and I'm not going to spill the beans, but in essence, the book is saying you have to fall in love with the process more than the end result. Hmm. Because the process is what's going to produce the end result, but your mindset still has to be on what is it that I'm trying to produce. So if it's, I want to make a million dollars in a year, I want to lose 10 pounds, or I want to uh, accomplish these dreams. I want to lose 30 pounds, by the way. I'm just putting it out there so I can yeah. come back to this video oh. later. Sorry. Oh, that's very important. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to me too. So uh, yes, of course. But, but no, in all essence, uh, yeah, so you have to have the end goal in mind, but you have to understand, okay, hey, this is a process. It's a it's a one, two, three, four, five step process, right? And so so changing your mindset first is, hey, look, I'm not going to get, you know, the astronomical type of results that other people get because guess what? They've been on the path in that journey for a long time. But what I can do is, hey, long as I understand the process, and number two, I do a little every day. Now, people get this mistake. And, and I'm glad that I'm talking about this now because there's power in a little every day versus a lot in some days. Every day is not Monday through Friday. Every day is not Monday through Saturday. Every day is Monday through Sunday. And it may be for 30, 40, 50 minutes, but a little every day gets you a whole lot in the back end. And there's another book called The Slight Edge, and it helps you to understand the philosophy of successful people. Successful people are not successful because they're trying to find the next, the next, you know, dot com, you know, site or, or the next internet or the next, you know, investment. Business owners and successful people understand the slight edge and saying, hey, here's a certain principles. Here's certain principles and certain things that successful people have done. And if I do this, every single day that this is going to produce the right result. So I don't, I don't have to think about 
oh my gosh, this end result, this end result, because the path that I'm on already shows me that I'm going to get this result, if not better results than the person that, that was on this path. And so number one, it starts with a mindset first. And the mindset is, is that, hey, let's get on the path of success and let's first understand what that path of success is. Okay, great. Then number two is understanding what are the key principles to the success that I'm trying to produce. So here's what I will say, right? Um, so when, when, I, when I talk about project management, Project management in, the, in its essence, right, is basically saying, hey, number one, we first need to know in the initiation phase, how are we going to determine success? Number one, right? All right. Um, is it, hey, we slash 20% uh, in the, uh, we slash 20% uh, of, of, of overhead in our company. Hey, we increased our revenue by 20%. Well, first we have to number one, understand how are we going to quantify success? Because if we don't know how to quantify success, how do we know that it's a value to the company? How do we know it's a value to our personal life if we're not quantifying what success is? So number one, let's first figure out, you know, hey, what are the success criteria, right? Right? And then number two, then let's now figure out what does it require for me or for this program to be successful? Meaning how much resources will it require? Will it require 500,000, a million dollars, $5 million? Okay, uh, where's the money coming from? The money ain't falling from the sky. So, so, so where is it gonna come from? Okay, who's going to oversee this? Who's gonna measure it? Okay, how are we going to measure if we're trending, if we're trending down up or even? So all of these things go in place. Same thing in personal life. Well, okay, I want to lose X amount of weight. Okay, I want to uh, go to the next level. So if you want to go to the next level, well, first, you got to know what does it require for you to get to the next level? Does it mean that you have to get up at five o'clock? Well, I don't want to get up at five. Well, okay, you're not going to have the type of success because again, it's about the process, not necessarily the outcome in your desire, hmm. right? So we have to understand that the process is what's going to yield these results. So if it means getting up at five o'clock and, and, and putting in two hours of work in terms of whether, hey, I got to go run for 30 minutes or 40 minutes, hey, that's what it will require. So number two, you first, you have to know, right, that number two, um, what will it require for this program or this thing to be successful? Number three. Now we need to verify, right? We need to verify. Hey, is this actually true? Well, what does that mean? So you got to have people like mentors in your personal life. You can't think about, you can't, you know, you're, you're only limited to things in your mind. So you're capped at your capacity if you're only thinking about it in your mind. But if you're not bouncing ideas off of mentors who are further ahead, by the way, that have produced massive results better than you, right? And it don't even have to be massive. Let's just say it's a little, but they have better results than you. Then how are you knowing if this is really the path to go on, right? So it's the same thing in business. Hey, um, being a project manager, 
I'm not necessarily sitting here saying, all right, yeah, this is what it takes to, to have a successful program. So this is what we need to do. Well, guess what? I have other people, cross-functional teams, and I have an executive sponsor who sponsored this program that I'm accountable to. So I got to go to this executive sponsor and say, hey, executive sponsor, here's my thought about the success of this. What are your thoughts? And now, hey, if that person says, hey, you're on the right path, hey, just adjust this, adjust your project charter to this, or hey, we need to adjust the success metrics to this, guess what? Well, that's what I should do or need to do because this person has a higher lens than me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if a person that's not further ahead than you can't give you that perspective, then how do you know if you're on the right path? And so those are the three things that, that I will say that will continue to keep you down that path or get you started on that path. And then obviously there's more to it when you're on it. That was so powerful. And I, I was, you know, sitting here just looking and taking a few notes. And the the one thing that I want to make sure that I tattoo on the minds of my, you know myself and our listeners today is to fall in love with the process, right? So yes. You said that, and as I was thinking it, like many times we fall in love with the result. We dream. We think like, ooh, one day I'm going to have this, and one day I'm going to author this many books. I'm going to be a best, best-selling author. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be down to my size that I was 15 years ago. I'm yeah. going to, you know, have this business, and I'm going to be making this amount of money, and I'm going to get this promotion, and I'm going to, you know, be able to get my kids in this school, what, whatever it is, or I'm going to be at this place in ministry, and I'm going to be able to make this impact, and we, we're thinking, and we're dreaming about all the, and, and that is great, like, you want to have the vision, right, but when you have the vision, now you need to have a roadmap, or you need to have a plan, and yeah. that is the part that is difficult, um, to have that plan and that discipline and to really carry it out. And so shifting the mindset, right? Like, and it's not that you don't, that you can't have that vision and you can't be excited about it. Right. And honestly, having that vision gives you the fortitude to keep going when you want to quit. When you have that vision, that is your why. And you're like, I want to do this because of this, you know? Yes. But then Along the way, you could give up if you don't fall in love with the process and appreciate and be in the moment and say, you know what, I'm thankful for this part of the process because I'm learning. I'm yeah, thankful for this part of the process because I'm growing and I'm taking, you know, this step is actually getting me closer yes. to what I want. Like when you look at it like that, it's like, yes. it's not even, oh my gosh, I'm so far from where I want to be or where I'm going to be. It's like, you know wait a minute, today I am like one step closer, closer yes. than I was yesterday. And then you said, you know, like doing something every day and little, let me look at my notes again. You said, you know, little steps are better than, little steps every day is better than taking big steps every once in a while. And so as you take those steps, and this is for the listeners, like every day you're, you're taking steps, whatever you're trying to achieve right now, I want you to, to, to take a moment and think about, you know, the step that you're on and really be thankful for that. Be thankful that you are one step closer. I don't want you to look at how far you are away from where you want to be. Just think about the fact that you are getting closer and closer every day. So you talk about that, that mindset. Then you talked about, you know, once you've shifted that mindset and you've fallen in love with the process, 
you said, you know, what, what are the key principles that are needed to produce the outcome? And you said, first of all, you got to determine what does success look like? And so I want to pause there for our listeners to think about, you know, sometimes we set goals and we say, I want to lose weight. We say, I want to write a book. We say, I want to start a business. We say, I want to operate in ministry. We say, we want impact, right? But yeah. <laughs> how do you know when you get there? If you don't say, I want to lose 30 pounds. Like if, if I just say, I want to lose weight, if I lose one pound, I've succeeded according to my statement, right? But when yeah. you get specific, you can measure it. Or if you're doing something, you know, you want to, you want a promotion. You say, I want a promotion. Well, what type of job do you want? Right? Like, what is the position that you're seeking? And if you don't know what position you're seeking, you don't know how to tailor your resume. You don't know what certifications you may need to get. You don't know what mentor you need to maybe get or somebody you need to talk to who's already in a position to tell you what you need. You don't know what job description to, to review, right? You don't know what things you need to develop as a person. And so now you have this fantasy and I'll call it a fantasy because if there is a, a dream without a plan is nothing but a fantasy. So if you have that vision out there and there's no steps and you haven't determined what success looks like, then um, you can't achieve it. And, when, and, and thinking about exposing your next level, it is opening your mind. And, and no matter how successful you are, no matter what you've achieved, there's always more that you can do. And you always want to leave room for growth, to expand your capacity. And so, James, that was that was really good. And then lastly, you said verify and ask questions. And I always say the quality of your leadership is directly correlated to the quality of questions you ask. Because you never want to take for granted that you know something. You never want to take for granted that you have all the answers. And I've definitely been there. And sometimes I have to like slap myself on the face, just being fully transparent. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you are a, what do they call it? Like a type A personality. Sometimes you're just, you're, you're driven and yeah. you don't want to stop and listen to anybody else. You don't want to stop and get the opinions. You're like, I got this. And then you realize like, wait a minute. You know, if I want to go fast, I can go alone. If I want to go far, I'm going to have to go with others. And if I go with others, I may have to slow down a little bit and listen. But like you said, uh, James, about your executive sponsors and your cross-functional teams and bouncing ideas off of them, you find those blind spots that you wouldn't normally find. Because like you said, if we're in our own capacity in our minds, we're limited to just that. So so yeah, James, I, my mind is just, I'm just bl I'm blown away at how these project management principles can be applied to our everyday life. And I hope that our listeners, you know, heard something today that um, that really resonates with them and, and maybe that they've been juggling a lot of things and not uh, necessarily identifying those milestones, identifying the requirements. And they'll sit down and fall in love. If you don't remember anything else, guys, those listening, fall in love with the process like the steps that you are taking i think that is that that is just it's it's a game changer james do you want to can you give me just you know on the way out just an example of maybe something in your life where you've applied these principles to and you've been able to accomplish something yeah sure so about three years ago I said, um, I set out a goal. I said, I want to read over uh, 100 books in a year. And um, because I read in an article, and I forget what this article, uh, the name of the article, but it said that 
you know, uh, people who read uh, 10 plus books from self-help development uh, increase their income by 140%. Um, and that's a fact, right? So I said, okay, well, hey, if they're doing that, I'm going to max out. So right. I the books. So here's what I did. So I, I sat out and I said, okay, I have this lofty goal. And I said, okay, here's a plan. So the plan is I want to read 100 plus books. But I can't digest 100 books in a week, in a day. So I need to spread this out. So I need to understand, number one, what, what, where am I at? Which phase am I at, right? Am I in the initiation, planning, execution? Oh, well, James, you're in the initiation phase. Okay, you're trying to gather all this up because you, you, have, you, know, you're, you're, you have kids, you have a job, you have business. So you're jam-packed. So how are you going to really find the time to read these books? So I said, okay, great. So here's what I'm going to do. So I looked through, right, planning phase. I looked through my schedule and said, okay, oh, I can get up a little bit earlier. I can go, get up at four o'clock. And so I said, okay, hey, I'm going to read 100 books, but here's how I broke it down. I said, how many books? Okay, what's the average pages of a book? Average page of a book is about 220 pages. So if I divide that up, if I divide that by seven, right? And then I said, okay, divide that by seven, that's about 34 to 35 pages per day. But if I divide that by two, because I get up at night and I go to bed at night, right? I get up and then I get go to bed. Well, that's about 15 to 20 pages. So I can actually complete 100 books in a year if I actually do that on that path. And so I said, okay, great. So, and again, these books were on average 220 pages, but uh, some were less. And so I got on this path and I read over 250 in a year. And so, uh, and within that time, um, I actually was making 30,000 at that time. And then um, while I was reading literally to the day um, of when I finished like my 250th book, um, I got a call for a six figure job just because of like where my mind was at within those books. So, um, so that's a, a way of how I broke down or how I implemented success in my life with the, with the uh, project management principles is knowing what I want, putting a deadline on it, which I said 12 months. And then I said, okay, let me, let me map out planning. Let me plan this because, Hey, I have a busy life as well. Hey, and then I said, okay, hey, it's only going to take me about 30, 45 minutes to read 15, 20 pages in the morning and at night. And so, hey, when, when I started to do that, I started to realize, man, I'm reading much faster, much quicker, and I'm grasping more, much uh, information much quicker. Hey, I was able to get to 250 in a year. So, so James, wait a minute, 250 books in a year? Yes. I got to step my game up. Yeah. 250 I was, yeah, books. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, now, I don't even need to say anything. You, you, the, the example you gave is so good. I don't even I don't need to even need to re recap anything because it's self-explanatory. You, you applied the principles. Yeah. You uh, had a lofty goal. You made a plan and then you exceeded it. And and, and you got a, you got the result that you were looking for and you exposed yourself to new information. Right. Because yeah. you read that article and you said, wait a minute. I'm not stuck right where I'm at. There is more. So for our listeners, there's more out there for you. Expose yourself to new ideas so you can expose yourself to your to your next level. And, and I, I love that. And it's so, so important to 
take in new information on a daily basis. Now, for, for me, have you ever heard of the app? I think is it called Scribbit? Scrib, Scribe. Yes. Um, I, I got that app. So um, one of the things I don't particularly, I like to read, but sometimes I'm doing so many different things at once. I was like, I need audio books. I need to listen to stuff. And so I've uh, got that app and I've been able to digest, digest more books because while I'm working out or while I'm cleaning or while I'm doing something, I could be listening to a book. And then if I hear something that I really want to take in, then I'll sit down and, you know, like write notes about it. But I, I think that's really good. I'm going to have to set a, a more lawfully book reading goal because uh, two, and I don't want to read 250 books now. I don't, yeah. <laughs> but I do want to read more books. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I wanted to see, right? I wanted to track it. But by the way, too, in, the, in, that, in, in that phase, right? And I want to just let people know, you first have to, must know where you're at, right? You must first know where you're at. Where are you at? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter good, bad, or indifferent, right? Um, look, it's okay if you're in a, in a spot where you're not happy. There are spots that all of us are at mm -hmm. where we're like, eh, I think we could do better. But it's just about understanding, okay, this is where I'm at to where now you can start to adjust your planning when you're trying to hit your goal to where you're not discouraged. And so when you're doing a little every day, it's feeding into your self-image. When you're not doing anything every day and you're doing it hit or miss, it really affects your self-image. So I really, I really uh, encourage people to stay on the path of PNC, which means persistent and consistent. Um, and when you do that, your self-image will grow because uh, everything in your life is in direct proportion to your self-image. I love that, James. How can our listeners stay in contact with you if um, they want to, you know, learn more about um, how to manage their, their life's projects or, or even get coaching or consulting from you? Um, oh, also, you have a podcast. So you can share, share any information you want to because people may be interested in, you know, following you and, and, and hearing more about your success and the things that you're doing. Yeah, sure. So uh, I do have a podcast called Kingdom Success University where we teach kingdom principles in a practical but strategic way. And what this podcast does for people, I would hope, is to really bring some enlightenment to uh, their lives, whether, hey, I need improvement in effective communications or how do I develop healthy relationships, period. So we hit on a lot of topics where, where we can say, hey, take these key principles and you can start to see some success in your life. And so that's what that podcast is about. So you can go there to Spotify. You can go to my YouTube channel, uh, which is uh, Kingdom Success uh, University and subscribe there. And uh, you can start, you know, looking at the content there. So yours truly, Shara on uh, Effective Communication is there as well. So, um, so yeah, go there. But if you want to get in contact with me, you can go to my website, uh, BeachumsConsultingServices.com. Um, you can reach there. I'm on LinkedIn, James Beecham as well, um, to really get some services. But like I said, I do life coaching. I do uh, mindset, Lean Six Sigma, uh, you name it. Um, that, that's how you can reach out to me and, uh, and, and kind of get some more information for sure. Thank you so much, James. And everybody, I hope that you use the principles that you heard today to expose your next level. See you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today. Like us, subscribe, and share this podcast with somebody else. And I hope you got something out of the message that will allow you to expose your next level.